Hey, welcome back to the Butterfly Empire. It is me, your Butterfly Queen. Today we are covering the kidnapping Colleen Stan, aka the girl that lived in the box. What girl in the box? Either way. Colleen Jane Stan was born December 31st, 1956, is an American woman who was kidnapped and held as a sex slave by Cameron and Janice Hooker. <laughs> That's this horrible last name. <laughs> and Red Bluff, California, home for over seven years between 1977-1984. At Cameron Hook's trial, Stan's experience was described as unparalleled in the FBI history. Her case has received international publicity and has been subject of multiple books, films, and TV series. Hmm. Let's move along to the kidnapping. 1997, Colleen Stan was hitchhiking from her home in Eugene, Oregon, to a friend's home in North Carolina, California, where she was held heading to a birthday party. Cameron Hooker, who was born on November 5, 1953, kidnapped 20-year-old Stan after picking her up. Stan stated that she was experienced hitch she was an experienced hitchhiker and had allowed two rides to go past before accepting the ride with Hooker. She reported, felt confident climbing into the blue van. Because Hooker's wife, Janice, and their baby were in the car. When they stopped at a gas station along the way, Stan went to use the restroom. A voice told me to run, jump out the window, and never look back. She recalled, but she calmed her fears and went back to the car. According to Stan and Janice Hooker's testimonies, once they were alone in the isolated area, Hooker pulled off the highway and put a knife to Stan's throat. She was subsequently locked in a wooden head box that was designed to prevent light, sound, and fresh air from entering. And it begins. Before this, Hooker, then a lumber mill worker at Diamond International Lumber Mill, and Janice, who had reached an agreement that he could capture a slave and take Janice's place. But up until the time Cameron had been using Janice to act out sexual bondage, there was to be no penetration sex with Stan according to the agreement, but this later changed. On the first night of her kidnapping, Stan was strung up by her hands, physically attacked by Cameron, and left life under and suspended while the pair had sex below her. After her kidnapping, Stan stated that she was tortured and kept locked in a box 23 hours a day until she was given a contract and forced to sign herself into slavery for life. In January 1978, in view from the box, propped up against her purse under the bed, was a photo of Mary Elizabeth Spanink, a previous victim whose body was never found. She further stated that camera led her to believe that she was being watched by a large, powerful organization called The Company which would painfully torture her and harm her family if she tried to escape. Stan's acquainted lip cam a slave, referred to as Kay, was forced to be called Cameron Master. It was not allowed to talk without permission. Cameron reported wanting Stan to be like the female character in 1954 French erotic novel story of O. The stone started raping her which consisted of oral rape. Cameron did not want to have vaginal sex with Stan because he considered that to be a breach in his agreement with his wife. Instead, he raped her vaginally and anally with implements. Following this, the Hooker family moved to a mobile home in Red Bluff with Stan, where she was kept locked in a wooden box under the couple's waterbed in 1978. Janice gave birth to a second child on the waterbed above Stan. Stan said that her faith in God and belief in a chance of escape helped her survive. 
Her greatest fear was the company, which Cameron reinforced daily. To avoid painful punishment, Stan tried to comply with his commandments, which later led to her being allowed to go out to the jog, bark in the yard, care for the family's children in the mobile home, and help him build bigger accommodations, like an underground dungeon for more sleaze. Even with an open door, neighbors, and a telephone, she made no attempt to escape, as according to Stan, her fear of the company kept her from seeking help. Additionally, Stan was allowed to visit her family by herself in 1981 but did not reveal her situation due to the fear of the possible consequences. Her family thought she was involved in a cult because of her homemade clothes, lack of money, and absence of communications over the years. They did not want to pressure her, fearing she would stay away forever. The next day, Stan returned for a second visit with Hooker posing as her boyfriend. At the trial, Stan explained that she was happy about visiting her family, who were therefore able to take a phot photography of her and Cameron happily smiling together. According to Stan, Hooker feared he had given his slave too much freedom and took her back to the mobile home, where he locked her in a wooden box under his waterbed. She remained in that box 23 hours a day for the next three years. Bodily functions were dealt with by her using a bedpan, which she positioned under herself with her feet. It was stated in the court that Hooker's children were told Kay had gone home. However, once his children had gone to bed, Hooker would take Stan out of the box to feed her and torture her. She was reportedly not allowed to make any noise and had to lie still 23 hours at the time in the dark with little air to breathe. During the summers, conditional conditions were especially harsh on her as the temperature in the box would rise to over 100 degrees. To feed herself, she ate scraps of food. It was not till 1983 that Stan had reintroduced to the children and neighbors. She was also allowed to get a job as a maid at a hotel. Hooker wanted Stan to become his second wife, which was a turning point for Janice. Janice confessed that st starting with their first date, she had also been tortured, brainwashed, and referred to as whore over the years by Cameron. Janice further stated that she survived their relationship by engaging in denial and compartmentalized, which is in a subconscious psychological defense mechanism used to avoid issues or mental comfort and anxiety caused by a person having conflicted values etc by august 1984 janice began struggling with herself and went to stan in order to inform her that hooker was not part of the company however she maintained that the organization did exist in a televised interview for the girl in the box stan told the interview that she then went to a bus station and phoned Hooker to inform him that she was leaving him, and that he reacted by bursting in the cheers. Stan subsequently caught a bus home. In months that followed, she did not contact the police, but continued to call Hooker regularly. She explained at this time of trial by saying that she wanted to give Hooker, at Janice's request, a chance to reinform. Three months later, Janice reported her husband to the police. She informed her lieutenant that Cameron had kidnapped, tortured, and murdered Marie Elizabeth Spanhook who had disappeared on January 31st, 1976. Authorities were unable to locate the remains of the woman due to lack of physical proof. No murder charge was brought. 
Chris Hatcher, a forensic psychologist and criminal profile, testified for Cameron's prosecution at the start of 1985 trial. And Janice testified against her husband in exchange for full immunity. In the end, Hooker was sentenced to consecutive prison term totaling 104 years for sexual assault, kidnapping, and using a knife in the process. Originally in Illinois for parole until 2023, he had his hearing date moved up seven years to 2015 by California Elder Parole Program. On April 16, 2015, he requested for parole, was denied, and Hooker was eligible for another hearing in 2030. However, due to COVID-19 pandemic, California officials contacted Stan and advised her that they were looking into a possible grant Hooker parole in March 2021. After the trial, Stan studied for an accounting degree, and as reported by Myra Bosom, March 9, 2004, New York Daily News article, tried to move on to a normal life, but misery followed her. A string of failed marriages and a troubled child now in jail. Stan also joined and volunteered for Reading Women's Refuge Center, an organization to help abused women. Janice reverted to her maiden name, Lashley, became a registered associate social worker, and has worked with a mental health professional. Stan has changed her last name. Both Janice and Stan continue to live in California. They do not communicate with each other. Moral of the story, don't go hitchhiking. And even if they have a child and a baby, they can still hurt you. I mean, come on now. Figure it out.